This episode is brought to you by JDC McEwen Computer Solutions. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning to you all. A fine morrow to you all. So we saying good morning in the old days, isn't it? Oh, probably. Or the or a modern way for a cat. <laughs> I can't really use it, but I wouldn't mind that as an episode title. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if like uh, Acast and Spotify and all that will allow us to put just F and then Jeff in as the, the titles. I don't know because I don't. I don't see many, do you? But I think they, they do the the tension and the, the asterisks and you know, F star star C K things. Oh, I could put that in, couldn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. Then we'll try that one week, listeners. <laughs> just put a swear in the title for no <laughs> yeah. just to see if we can. <laughs> Fat ball and. <laughs> Because <laughs> given given how much effort we spend on like growing the brand of this podcast already, yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's like actively sabotage the bare minimum we do. Shall we? We'll save that until we get like a really big guest, and we'll call it S <laughs> prick something yeah. like that. I don't know. I'll, I'll try to get the nicest guest possible as well. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> to make something like Josie Long or something like that. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, really nice to really like. I would just massively insult them in the title. <laughs> Burn every bridge ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, go on, Andy. What are you going to show me this weekend? Well, Simon, I have uh, something which uh, was sent to me recently, which I really enjoyed. I thought I'd share it with you. Now, okay, then. Three episodes ago, uh, the Lowers and the Fishes Caper with our extremely good guest, Liam Schwitz, you uh, re- regaled us all with an email you've been sent to the uh, the podcast email inbox. Yeah. And uh, much fun was had by all. I also get uh, the occasional random emails via my website because of my uh, public-facing profile about uh, science. And usually it's uh, someone angry at me for saying something they don't agree with, despite <laughs> the fact that they are wrong. Um Sometimes it's people who want to share their scientific theories with me uh, because, as often they state, no one else will listen. <laughs> like, and you read it for, oh, yeah, well, I, I can understand why. I'm not going to either. So thank you for your time. Give them the podcast address. <laughs> I will now. It yeah. hasn't happened for a while, but I will say, this is, this, contact my secretary. <laughs> Does this exist? Podcast.com. That's gmail.com. So, yeah. So I occasionally get random emails from people I don't know. Yeah. And a lot of time it's spam, as you'd expect. Got one uh, just a few days ago, and it's a short email. It's got two paragraphs, and I would like your help in dissecting it because I am struggling to interpret it, uh, what, what the point of it is, right. but I'm thoroughly enjoying it nonetheless. So okay, then. I'll take you through it paragraph by paragraph, and let's see if you can figure out what's happening here, Simon. Okay. Okay, here's the first part of the email. I shall read it aloud for the listeners. Hi, Dean. After hearing a recent interview with Johan Hari, Hari Stolen Focus, on public radio in New York City, I googled him. I was unpleasantly surprised, even shocked, to learn about his very troubled, disreputable, unsavoury background. You may wish to read more about him. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So, right. So, for listeners who don't know, um, I'm sort of an ongoing public feud with Johan Hari, uh, the uh, former uh, Guardian and independent writer, uh, journalist who uh, won the Orwell Prize for his serial interviews and then had it stripped of him for being exposed as a serial plagiarist. This is all a matter of public record, cannot be sued for this. Uh, he went away for a while to you know, reflect, I guess, 
came back with a lot of book deals and a lot of uh, a lot of support from the media types, which you know um, is depressing, inevitable. But no, but he's making claims on mental health. Right. Wrote a book called Lost Connections, which was basically all about why antidepressants don't uh, aren't a thing; they're not real. We should all um, instead of uh, taking medication because drugs are bad, we should all uh, go see the bonobos play the jungle or rearrange your bike shop. These are advice he actually gave. And say that again: go see the bonobos play in the jungle or what? Rearrange your bike shop. There's a big long rant about someone who he knows who uh, had a bike shop and they sort of restructured their living space to be feel better. So that was you know useful advice for for people. But he's basically this book was telling people just give up your medication. You don't you don't need it. Uh, Before you go on, Dean, I, yeah. I've got to say, as per normal, uh, I am currently on antidepressants, mm-hmm. and the sheer thought of even looking at a bike shop, <laughs> it, you know, <laughs> to even attempt to rearrange one, Dean, the bonobos would not help me. I would need to see a, a higher class of marsupial. Not marsupial? What are they called? A- <laughs> Primates. Primates. <laughs> right. I didn't know, you know you were going to that then, but uh, yeah, it caught me off guard, I'll be honest. Um, but yeah, when he did that book about uh, of The Guardian, sort of published it and big excerpts and it was going reviews, um, uh, which they shouldn't have done because it was scientifically terrible. And yeah. I was one of the few people who pushed back against it because uh, right. I had a Guardian blog. People sort of latched onto my response in turn, so I became his sort of nemesis for a while. I have had a, I've had to confirm that I cost him a lot of sales. I'm quite happy about. Nice. Um, As uh, someone who's cost somebody a lot of sales, you. <laughs> <laughs> I know how good that feels. So yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm your Johan Hari. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's where they're coming from. That, <laughs> that, that actually explains more than it doesn't. <laughs> so basically, I'm you know, I did a lot of online stuff for con- you know, challenging his claims because he, he has a, he, he has an, uh, a tendency to latch on to important uh, subjects which affect a lot of people and um, you know, think of a conclusion that suits him and work from backwards from there and cause what I think would be a lot of genuine harm. Harm. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm known as the anti-Yohan Hari guy a lot. Uh, it right. comes up a lot of times. Um, so obviously I'm guessing from this message that this person has heard about uh, you know Yohan Hari's about his latest, latest book and presumably in the process of looking him up has found me and my sort of connection to Johan Hari and his work and has advised me to read more about him. <laughs> in there. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait until I see the second part of the, the article, but uh, I'll give this person the benefit of the doubt. And I'll mm. think that they are contacting you as a fan of your work without mm. knowing that you've got any history at all with Johan Hari. Okay, that could be a thing. Yeah, and they are um, unpleasantly surprised and even shocked to learn about his very troubled, disreputable and savoury background. And they're alerting you to him, Dean, that he is, yeah. is that, um, peddling pup. Mm, yes, that is possibly one interpretation. I wasn't as generous as you. Um, I will say the second paragraph doesn't really clarify matters, but we'll get that in a minute. Right. My one concern here is, is I was shocked to learn about his very troubled, distressful, and savoury background. Now, presumably, yeah. he's talking about the plagiarism and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Unless he's talking about, because his first book, uh, his first comeback book was Chasing the Dragon, about his addiction. You know, right. Addiction and stuff. Now, if he's saying, oh, this man had an addiction, you shouldn't trust anything he says. Now, I I can't, I can't, um, you know, support that attitude. Mm. That's, that's, that's bad. 
So I'm like, is this someone who's actually, you know, trying to be my friend, but also is a bit of a judgmental person, re mental yeah, health issues? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's one of well, and, the, yeah. and in that case, that defeats my point as well, because this person doesn't really know you then as well, because you, mm. you were famously addicted to crisps. I, I, I've never said that publicly, but I've never denied it. So yeah, I'm going to yeah. go with, yeah, I, I do yeah. have a bit of a problem in that regard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm sort of wondering what, what's, what, what's his picture? Is he sort of say, this guy did lots of, uh, you know, bad things journalistically. You want to re- read about that, mate? Yeah. Or is he saying, oh, he's a druggie. Can't trust him. Which yeah, I go, yeah, okay, yeah. like, no, I don't, I don't agree with that. That's not, yeah. <laughs> that's not anything that I, but again, I was distracted by the fact that he must have, here by you and Harry looked him up and found my name, but then that would be lovely, like me watching Blue Planet. Going, oh, this is good. <laughs> Contacting the Ratner saying, "Have you heard about these whales? You you should really look into them. They're mammals." It turns out. <laughs> you want to look at that, mate? <laughs> you, you'd enjoy that. <laughs> which, which, which would be a stupid thing to do. I'm going to say. Right? So, but that's why this this first part sort of threw me a bit. Mm. Oh, that threw me. Where do you think is? Where do you think the second paragraph is going to go? I mean, given what you said here, what do you think the next thing is going to be? Well, it really could go anywhere. Mm. Mm. An unsolicited email talking about um, journalist. Um, is it a series of ethnic slurs? Thankfully, no. Well, it's not. Good, good, uh, good. Thank God yeah. for that. No, I, I, I wouldn't have brought it to the table. Is it? Is it? A, is it a, uh, just like a, a link to a picture of um, a penis? Uh, no, no. There's no links in it. Um, I'll put it in as you, Simon. Here is the next paragraph. Please. No, I, I think you. I'm going to say this isn't what you'll expect it to be. Okay. Paragraph two. Do you know or know of Bryn Terrell, <laughs> Rockets Jones, the famous Welsh bass baritone who lives in Penarth? Be sure to hear his magnificent voice. <laughs> All best. <laughs> Random best. Yeah, in a million years, I would <laughs> no, have that. to say. As, as non-sequiturs go, that has got to be one of the top five I've ever experienced in my life. <laughs> Do you know or know of? <laughs> one of the most famous Welsh people yeah, exactly well for the record yes I do know <laughs> why has he got Jones in brackets is that I his... know <laughs> I that's his actual surname perhaps yeah I, mean, I guess so yeah because Bryn Carroll wasn't Welsh enough got to throw a Jones in there somehow but the that's famous Welsh based baritone is a panat be sure to hear his <laughs> magnificent points I've heard it I've it weekly all my life it's fine I know Bryn Carroll's voice <laughs> The thing is, this person, I'm guessing, lives in America because he was in New York recently listening to public radio. It's like the... I'm so confused as to what he knows about me. Yeah, why does he pick you? How does yeah. he... My, at first I thought it was because he found me via the Johan Harvard search. But like you said, if he actually is already a fan of mine and then says, oh, Dean, you, you care about this sort of thing. I could think be this person is um, just trying to make a friendship with you, Dean. Yeah, he, possibly. He's bad-mouthing um, Johan Harry because he knows you mm. hate him. And he's just like, hey, do you know about Bryn Tarabell? I guess, yeah. I mean, that would... I think that would be a bit of a gamble uh, to, to say that, as in, you know... Because I, I used to get a lot with um, when people like uh, outside of Wales say, oh, you're Welsh. Do you know Rob yes. Bryan? Do you know Tom Jones? And yes, I used yes, to yes. get... I used to get very, you know, annoyed by that. Like, you know, I know it's a small country, but it's not like an actual village. That, that's 
that stuff. But then, then I, then I managed to interview Charlotte Church for my books. So obviously that was like, oh, you know Charlotte Church. Well, I guess I do. Yes. And she said, how do you get together? With Char- how do you meet Charlotte Church? As well. I got a text from Rod Gilbert one night. I said, oh, fuck, I'm really (laughs) undermining my own objections constantly. (laughs) So, um, so yeah. Uh, So, this email I've got, uh, (laughs) how how do you rank it? I'm tempted to give it a full five for just sheer sheer intrigue. Yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. The the second part reveal was an absolute stunner. Yeah. I'm going to give it 4.5, Dean. And um, I'd encourage you to um, direct further correspondence to the podcast email address. Okay. I might do that, yeah. Maybe well, we could find some new um, American friends. Yeah. I mean, if he's a if he's an American fan, then that's one potential in to the, yep. the big mass market there. Cool. Yeah. Madison Square Gardens, me and you. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back. So um, I've got another little product for you, Dean. Good, good. And it's a bit of unofficial merchandise now this week. Mm. Lower standards, always interesting. It's a, it's an odd one. I'd like to know what you make of it. Here it comes. Uh, okay. It's basically, it's a mug. It's a yeah. Sylvester Stallone-themed mug, and it's got yeah. four pictures of him pointing, and it says, your turn to make the drinks. Right. Why, Dean? Yeah. Um, well, the, looking at the pictures, this is all Sylvester Stone slightly later in life, post his Hollywood peak. Yes, I think kind of now-ish, isn't it? Yeah, he's got the slightly puffiness, the grey hair. Hmm. Uh, he looks, look, 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 looks like he can still kick my ass easily. I don't oh, see that. High. But um, maybe... Oh, turn you inside out, Dean. Uh, okay. <laughs> I would phrase it differently, but all right, let's go with no, that. No, um, no. You'll never walk straight again, mate. <laughs> Why? Why have you got to go straight there? I didn't he would give anything. you absolute kicking, Dean. Yes, yes, he would. That's, that, that, that's undeniable. Um, he needs to be knocking for days, boy. Yeah, so... Just come dripping everything. It seemed like a oh, post-peak, but perhaps slightly earlier than now, so that's alone, because he's not as uh, uh, aged as I see him in recent films. But, no. yeah, it's him pointing... On the one point... Wasn't that one uh, on the... Oh, the picture we looked at, the bottom right... Yes. What's up with this pinky there? I know. I was going to say this, Jim. Yeah, it's like his, his hand is closed, but his. Uh, and if you look at the picture on the far left as well, Dean, it's got something similar there. Yeah. Maybe this is something that I've never noticed about Stallone before. Has he got the absolutely fucked bottom finger? Maybe he has. It looks like it's been broken and hasn't healed right. It, it, it won't yeah. go in at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same hand. So that actually. Yeah. Well, look, that's usually the, the finger you point out when you're drinking tea, isn't it? So. Yes, that's true. I wonder if that's a sort of. Oh, do you think it's a Photoshop job? No, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't think anyone spent much money on this book. So, uh, well, of course, he did a lot of, um, you know, he's punched a lot of things in his films, Fester Sloan, so I imagine That's it could have just been a, a normal injury. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. But does he have any association with hot drinks? No, that's what I'm trying to think. Um Rambo first blood, blood is warm. <laughs> is this meant for vampires? <laughs> Maybe somebody misheard the, the title of that film. Rambo, the thirsty cup of blood. <laughs> cup of blood, question mark. Yes. <laughs> Two sugars. <laughs> I'm curious about that. Um, so, yeah, so it's first one pointing. Um, I'm trying to think of his filmography now. Uh, mm. I don't remember anything to do with 
Rocky and Rambo are obviously his main characters. He was in yeah. uh, the recent Guardians of the Galaxy film, but that was a very brief cameo. Oh, Demolition Man, of course. Demolition Man, yeah. Nothing to drink in that. Um, the Expendables was his most recent franchise series of films. Yes, I haven't seen any of those. Although my favourite fact, I think it's Expendables 2, is that Bruce Willis is in it. Yes. But he's only in it for like two or three minutes in a hotel room, which clearly he was, he was there. He said, you can film me for half an hour, and that's all I've given you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I don't want to make fun of him now, because obviously we've since found out he's got uh, early onset dementia and stuff, so that's obviously yeah. not good at all. So he might have been something to do with that. but. They asked him, because of course, you know, you're Bruce Willis, are you going to say, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker? And he said, <laughs> and he said no. <laughs> but I'll source, like I said, I'll do it for a thousand dollars. That's what he did it. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> he just, he just he's past caring. Like, I'll do it. <laughs> he, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a good sense of humour about himself. Yes, I think, I think he does, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the thing that was the thing with uh, Bruce Willis, wasn't it? He was doing mm. as many stuff as possible. I think those expendable films were at least a decade ago. I don't think you would have had diagnosis then, but no. like, and mm. uh, the uh, before everybody knew that he had the um, uh, the diagnosis that he did, mm. uh, people were questioning how he was managing to to do a Steven Seagal level of film releasing. Yeah, and always like little to no sort of engagement in the role. So yeah. that was. Uh, but it sort of makes more sense in hindsight, but uh, nonetheless. But yes, yeah. knowing the diagnosis that he has now, and, and it's sad mm. and everything. But um, during the pandemic, he got stuck um, living with when lockdown was with Demi Moore and all his children. I saw that. Yeah, they were just yeah. embracing the conjoined life, even though they're both married to other people now. And that yeah, yeah. Was... So, like, I'm mm. not sure if they if they knew he was ill at that point. Right. Or, that but made, that's yeah. a lucky coincidence. <laughs> really yeah. like to to be able to spend that much time with with your dad while he's still complimentous and everything yeah that's a nice story in a way isn't it oh yeah i wasn't opposed to it I was just like i was baffled by it as in so you you guys literally get on you're living yeah. together and you're doing like mass pajama shots but you divorced a while ago and yeah. <laughs> you both married other people now that's all right you know they do things differently in hollywood i guess but um yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Uh, nice thing. Um, it doesn't really answer the question with these mugs. <laughs> so, uh, no, no, no. Uh, we're just talking. Yeah. We're just speculating about Bruce Willis now. And um... yeah, but I think you know, frontotemporal dementia is a heavy subject, which I can go into if you want. But uh, the the Stallone mugs are our pressing concern right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, then, Dean. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Then we'll go back to the mugs now. Then. So, like, is this one of those? There's a sort of corner of the internet somewhere we don't know about where Stallone is associated with hot beverages but <laughs> I've never heard of anything of, of the sort the only thing I can think of is the film Stop or My Mom Will Shoot yeah where she makes him eat a two big breakfast which I'm, <laughs> which I'm sure had coffee and tea involved that's, that's all I've got <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that film I have it does not live up to the premise. But but if you were telling me that there's a scene where an elderly woman forces Sylvester Sloan to eat two full fried breakfasts, then that's <laughs> got to be one of the best films of all time, surely. Yeah. Well, I remember vividly to this day, because uh, <laughs> he was listening to this, the, the, the whole things he had for breakfast. And he was more like one of those, it sounded more like a, an American hotel breakfast, you know, waffles, pancakes, muesli. <laughs> If anything, it's, it's an incredible scene. And he, he, should, he should have got the Oscar for that. <laughs> 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 it's 
So yeah, it's a good scene. You're right. Actually, it stuck with me all this time. That's <laughs> <laughs> why he's on a mug. Well, or should we do what we always do in this uh, circumstance and check out the reviews? Yes, please. See if they have any shedding light on the matter. Here we go. Oh, that's not helpful. Horrible customer service items not received. Doesn't help us at all. <laughs> no. The item was exactly described. Very happy with the purchase. All oh. right. The gift was much appreciated. Thank you. I think there's quite a few people saying they've never received the item. Yeah. Hmm. You know what? Part of me wonders if, at some point, Stallone has found out about this and put a cease and desist. You've <laughs> <laughs> still mugged my face on. No. I've got to stop sending them out. I can't do an impression. Do an impression of saying he hates drinking tea, Dean. I eat hot beverages. There's a film I did. My mom said you got to drink two litres of coffee. <laughs> <Beautiful>. Sorry. <laughs> And then these reviews aren't answering any of these questions. No, no. They're all reviewing the actual provider, which isn't what yeah, we want. Yeah, yeah. Let's have a look at some more facts with the item. It says, This 11-ounce coffee tea mug would make a wonderful gift for any occasion. I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> like, Funerals, you know, weddings. And... Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, get a bouquet of them in a mug tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you propose <laughs> for the first time because thinking, I'm not sure this is a good idea. <laughs> October the 30th has rolled around to just, just glue in these fucking mugs to the outside of your house. So the spookiest house in Cardiff. <laughs> Definitely most perplexing. <laughs> Come on, we've got one day to make this house spooky. I don't know what you're on about. Glue <laughs> the fucking mugs to the wall. <laughs> Well, I'm scared. <laughs> Nothing else. It says it's made from the high-quality ceramic. It is highly durable for everyday use. That's quite good. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm quite sick of these rice paper coffee mugs. <laughs> I, I go for those all the time. I should I should invest in a ceramic one, shouldn't I? <laughs> I I've been cupping my hands all this time and just <laughs> fastly lapping all the boiling hot tea out of my scalded palms. <laughs> yeah, my hands and my tongue, they're both... <laughs> inflamed constantly. <laughs> I like coffee, but it disagrees with me, mostly in the arm and tongue area. Yeah, secondary, secondary burns it. <laughs> uh, your mug will come in a free gift box and will be securely packaged in a smash-proof box for shipment. Oh, I see. Like, that old smash-proof, I think that's that's proper hubris. That. That's like when the Titanic said it was unsinkable, you know, that's... Uh, exactly, yeah. Someone's going to... Yeah. It's £12 as well, which is not bad, really, for a, like, no. you know, a printed mug. Well, it's, it's, if you're going to go for Wilkinson's, get there well you can, listeners. They could all be yeah. shut down by the time this comes yeah. out. news broke today, yeah. Uh, breaking news, breaking news. If this is where you're hearing it, I'm sorry to break it to you, but... <laughs> you shouldn't be getting your news from us. <laughs> That's that's more on you than us, to be honest. Yes. Good luck, listeners. Yeah. But yeah, Wilkinson's still going down the toilet. Mm, shame. Oh, hang on, Dean. I'm looking at the reviews here, and I can see a Gail Platt Coronation Street mug. I'm going to have to click on that. Oh, this, it doesn't have a picture. Yes. Look at that. That's a lovely Gail Platt mug. I mean, what other context is Sylvester Sloan and Gail Platt side by side? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch that film. Do <laughs> Expendables for Gail Blatt. Uh, dude, uh, like, listeners, I, I found something, uh, and I wish I'd found this in another oh time where God. I could use this as a separate item. 
but it's going to be in the show notes. And what it is, is it's a picture of E.T., uh, the extraterrestrial, and he's wearing a T-shirt with pictures of uh, Gail Platt through the decades on it. A three-by-three three grid of Gail Platt, <laughs> worn by E.T. for some reason. It's absolutely amazing. I think that's all right. right. <laughs> this is the end of my segment. Well, I, we found something which cannot be topped, I think, Dean. No, no, I'm sorry. There's, there's nowhere to go from here. There's nowhere to go from here. We're just going to have to give the scores on this stupid Stallone mug. Uh, yeah. Um, Three. Three. I'm going to give it a three as well. Welcome back, Miss Knows. Welcome back, everybody. Here we go, then. Uh, random Wikipedia article, my good friend Dean. Uh, let's have it. Hit it, Simon. Three to one. Here we go. The whole internet uses guide and catalogue. Okay. That sounds like a big article. Right. <laughs> it does. The Whole Internet Uses Guide and Catalogue by Ed Kroll was published in September 1992 by... <laughs> okay, 92 Internet. Great. <laughs> the Los Angeles Times notes that The Whole Internet Uses Guide and Catalogue was the first popular book about the medium and was later selected by the New York Public Library as one of the most significant books of the 20th century. This is the first okay. time you've heard about it. Go on. The title and format are inspired by Stuart Brown's Whole Earth Catalogue, which is a, a Wikipedia link for another day. Okay, so... So it looks like a, some kind of... I'm not sure what it is, but it's a book about the internet in some way, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the content itself, now, it wouldn't probably work. But the idea that you could write a book which explained the internet yeah. is quite a fascinating concept. In, in May 1993, the World Wide Web was described in terms of Gopher Protocol, the World Wide Web on the surface, the web was like a variation on gopher. It's gopher. Fuck, it's gopher. I think I've, I think I vaguely remember people saying gopher in context of web stuff, but really, oh. the web versus gopher. Uh, so there was another internet called gopher, essentially. Really, that's, that's the gist I'm getting. The web versus gopher. Read this next paragraph out, listener. The web and gopher. You may be asking yourself what is so great about this. After all, what we've done so far isn't all that different from what you can do with gopher. The web appears to have a subject-oriented flavour which is an advantage, but at first glance it doesn't seem fundamentally different. That's not really true, though. While there are a lot of similarities, the web and gopher differ in several ways. First, the web is based on hypertext documents and is structured by links between pages of hypertext. He further notes, the gopher just isn't as flexible. Its presentation is based on individual resources and servers. The web eliminates the barrier between your data and public data. Ten years ago, a few dozen boxes full of index cards was de rigueur. Anyone writing a dissertation or an academic book. With the web, a few hyperlink documents can make all that obsolete. So I think what it's saying is that Gopher is like a sort of an internet of sorts with a sort of very straightforward setup. Um, so like, you know, academic, it's like a sort of more like facts, perhaps, or you know, sort of a bit more limited Maybe like an online directory or something. Yeah, yeah. But the idea that it was a, a rival web is something I'm finding out now. Yeah, this is news to me. I've yeah. never heard of this. I never knew, assuming this is all correct, because you know, it's all reference and stuff, but the idea that it was like a sort of VHS versus Betamax of the internet <laughs> yeah. is, is quite quite profound. That's actually quite a thing. Good Lord. 
Just look, 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 look a bit more. Um, well, this is the thing. The uh, the article uh, comes to a sudden end in a second. Oh. Oh, because it's about the book, isn't it? Not the, um, yeah, yeah. Not the actual... Uh, uh, but I think the fact that the, 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 in 93, the internet would have been so small, you could write a book about it. Mm. And sort of like, yeah, that's what it is. Like, this is pre-social media, pre-YouTube, pre-Google, pre... Well, that's right. If you think about it, Dean, we had the internet as dial-up just mm. before we left school. Yeah, so it was so 16, 17. 99, 2000. Yeah, it's all South Wales, but yes. Even they, they, yeah, because <laughs> we had a new library, and one of the computers had a dial-up internet connection. That was like... Oh, <laughs> sort yeah, of like, yeah. my God, we, we have entered the new millennium. Well, yeah, so I guess like fucking eight years before, cause there could have been that much on there, really. No, I think I remember we went to a uh, sort of one of those, they take school kids to university to see if you fancy it. So we, went to, we went to Glamorgan University and they showed us these are the computers with the internet on them. And they let us have like access to four different websites. Wow. Can you remember what it was? Well, I remember one was a Star Trek website, because obviously I would like that. It's all a Star Trek website, and I clicked on it, and it's like two or three minutes of dee, 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 dee. You know, that, that thing with the screen fills in line by line. Yes, yes, yes. And then, you know, I, I think I waited like five minutes for that. I think they let us have ten minutes, because obviously it was precious, precious internet at the time. <laughs> and I filled up, and it just said, um, Star Trek website, under construction. It's, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasted my entire time here. <laughs> Nothing. It's just, just yeah. <laughs> Wait, wait, five minutes to tell you there's nothing here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember this event, but I can imagine there was a kid with four other boys behind him, just absolutely furious that you didn't type in tits. <laughs> he went straight for Star Trek. <laughs> well, it was in a, in, Basically, in a, maybe we'll see Picard's tits or something like that. See a heavily pickling in nipple, which is yeah. genuinely quite... Quite, you know, quite an improvement on our current situation. So, <laughs> uh, no, it, 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 I, I'm assuming it was obviously restricted because, <laughs> well, should we give these 16-year-old boys unrestricted access to this brand new thing, which you know could be full, riddled with viruses? Probably, you know, no, yeah. they have five websites. <laughs> and, um, but like, I'm thinking, in hindsight, I'm sure that's what they've done. Like, yeah, you can look at the internet. You know, you have some choices. But I thought at the time I thought this is the whole internet. I thought that was like well, that's all there is. Yeah. Well, I'm glad Star Trek got in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they got their priorities right. And this medical information. Or <laughs> this is going to Star Trek. <laughs> a website that doesn't exist. And a good joke. <laughs> oh, what a waste of everyone's time. <laughs> oh God, the internet team. Do you yeah. think uh, we would have been happy with Gopher? It sounds th- better, doesn't it? Sounds I like think, an anthropomorphic yeah. creature. Yes. I think for the first 10 years with Gopher, we'd be going, you know, if, we, if, we, if we knew what was happening you know, in the parallel dimension where the internet took off instead of Gopher, yeah. we'd be going, oh, we could have had that. Look at this, we're stuck with these we've been 12 or 13 directories now. But then at this point, we're going, Dodged a bullet there, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably happening. Look, this, this thing is from the fucking podcast no one cares about. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Awful, awful. I'm quite liking here the um, the printing history. Uh, yeah. September 92, first edition. November 92, minor corrections. December 92, minor corrections. February 93, minor corrections. May 93, minor corrections. July 93, minor corrections. November 93, Minor corrections updated resource catalog. 
Yeah. <laughs> April, April 94, second edition. November 94, minor correction. Which suggests to me that it's like um, we've written this book about the entire internet. I'm sure it'll be relevant for the foreseeable future. Oh, no, wait, something has changed on the internet. Let's do another edition. Oops, something else has happened. <laughs> something else has happened. Like, you know what? Speaking of, I used to get, uh, you know, those binders, those. So, like, we call them magazines where like, you sort of build your own thing. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We collect it every month sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. First edition, 20 pence. Next five editions, five pound each and stuff. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Well, they, they made it the law where they've got to say how much uh, the fuller collection is going to cost Yes, you. good, because I, I actually, really, I got into the Star Trek one. They are saying this is actually going to provide you with like, um full comprehensive uh, encyclopedia of the Star Trek universe uh, yeah. if you pay like 30 pence a month. Five a month of going, but then in fact, I realized, but Star Trek was still happening at the time, so, they, <laughs> yeah. so like, like, we got these are the four big species and stuff, and then Deep Space I introduced the whole other one. Is oh, we'll just put those in the side pocket. I oh, know it turns out they're really big and important. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> oh, I see, you don't know what you're doing, you just waste everyone's time. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that, marvelous. <laughs> um, so what are we going to give this, Andy? I'm honest. I'm tempted to give it a high score because mm. it introduced me a whole new. I like the history of things which are commonplace now, and yeah. I like finding out that they are a lot more uh, fraught is the right word, but a lot more complex than just someone invented the internet. Now we have internet. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to give it a five because I really quite like this. I, I I can see me coming back to this one of my own volition if uh, yes. you know, we're not recording. So, yeah, i can give it a five in that, in that respect. I 100% I'll... agree with you with that, Dean. I'm going to find out what this uh, gopher is. It's mm, the first I'm time it is. And, um, yeah. you know, our loyal listeners, they may be full-on gopher heads, for all we know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this podcast is on gopher. So put it oh, on there, we yeah. need to get it on gopher, Dean, for God's yeah. sake. <laughs> Exactly. Do you know what? Given that the internet's going, and you know, I bet Elon Musk is involved in Gopher. I bet yeah. we can we can have some sort of a you know, bit of peace and calm over there. Yeah, probably Gopher is the equivalent of all those Twitter alternatives that popped up. Yeah. How many of them are still going? Oh, I'm on at least five right now, and I've lost track entirely. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that. Well, look, I, I, yesterday I thought, have I put this on all my social medias? Like just one single tweet. Oh, I, I don't. I don't want to have to do that. <laughs> Just give me a button that says, yeah, tell everyone. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you want to be like me, Dean. Just not on social media at all. And if you've got any important news, you tell the rag and bone man and he will let everybody else know. <laughs> he was driving past me earlier today, actually. Yeah. yeah. Our one has got a full-on song. Okay. It used to be just rag and bone, rag and bone, like that. You heard him this morning. It turned the shower off, and it was like it, it had two or three verses. It was, and none of it was about rag and bone at all. It was <laughs> so fucking I, uh, Jamaican I, toaster or something like that. He was. It was I, 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 really like it. I was actually Tim. I was thinking about actually introducing this as a thing, but I don't think I can't elaborate enough. But I thought you meant for a second. Then you turned <laughs> up because you heard oh the rag and bone man. Oh shit! I got this eighteen wrought iron radiator. <laughs> Into the street like a ice cream bag. Oh, Dean, I have done it. I have done it. I, I've chased the rag and bow man with the washing machine on my back like a fucking ninja turtle up the street. He <laughs> <laughs> was just heaving and wheezing, running after a fucking rag and bow man up the street, Dean. 
Why wouldn't he stop? How does this bit, how does this model work? You just drive the streets. We were waiting for him to come, so I put the washing machine in the in the alley around the back of the house, and then he, he didn't go around the alley. He just went up the street, just playing his fucking tune. I, I, where I got this strength from? It was like probably you know they talk about like uh, if your child is in danger, you can lift a car. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's fucked for me now. I'll never be able to do that. And yeah. use all of that strength just get this washing machine on my back. You, you, you and I ran after him like fucking like something off of a superhero film. So, <laughs> the court Homer Simpson, there is Simon, the most impressive thing we've ever done, and nobody saw it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, disgusting behavior. Uh, there we are then. Here we are. See you next week. Did I rank this? I'm going to give it a three. <laughs> See you next week, listeners. <laughs>